You know, I don't know, Scotty, if this is a happy time of year or a sad time of year as I look out and ponder our neighborhood. I'm starting to see the local maple trees starting to turn colors. Oh, you know, the turning of the trees is always a happy time of year. I don't care if it starts to get a little cool, if it's the harbinger of winter to come and uh, all of that stuff. I love autumn. I love the changing of the season. It's like I tell people, you know, everybody thinks, oh, you live up in Minnesota, Wisconsin. You know, you live on frozen tundra year round. Mm. And I'm like, no, dude, dude, dude. We got about three weeks, two, three weeks out of the year where it's really nasty up here, cold. Mm. And then it's cold and snowy. And then the summertime is like the flip opposite of that. We have like almost subtropical. If we didn't have winter half the year, we could be growing uh, palm trees up here. Dude, we uh, could totally grow palm trees. Degrees, probably could. Okay. It gets to 100 degrees, high humidity, high dew points, and it's really oppressively hot. But those transitional seasons, spring and fall. Spring's a little wetter, but yeah. fall, perfect. Dude, I do it love per- fall. I love the smell of the leaves. The only problem yes. is, is it's so quick. It's like two weeks where you can really take it all in. You know what I'm saying? What's up? There and gone. Here and gone. Here and gone. All right. But yeah, I, lo- I love that. I think some of it too is it, it, it ushers in all those memories of fall, of, of, of uh, I don't know, homecoming, football, uh, college. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, Are you an NFL like guy, Roberts? Do you watch the NFL? Oh, not anymore. I gave up on the NFL a long time ago. Did you really, bro? Let's see. How long ago was Fran Tarkenton? Dude, I don't even know. <laughs> I need to find where did our friend Tracy Dyer, there she is. Ah. She commented on something, so I needed to pull that up. There it is right there. All right, brother. Right hey, by the way, so um, I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for yesterday. Um, It was just, it was a tough day. Without getting into detail, I can't talk about this stuff publicly. It has nothing to do with me personally. Uh, but I got caught up in some things and it was, it's, it's part of what I do off, you know, when I'm not on radio, it's, it's, it's what we do. And, uh, I, I do appreciate everybody's patience and I do apologize that we had to cancel the program last night, uh, last minute and play a rerun, but this is what we do. And, um, you know, we're committed to a lot of things besides radio and besides our regular Monday through Friday jobs. And sometimes that commitment, uh, it calls for extra extra time of our lives if that makes any sense roberts you know planning a bank heist is no easy task dude i could totally rocky can't talk about it but i can talk about it. i could totally rob dude i got ideas on robbing a bank bro but i wouldn't do it because i'm a man of peace bro you don't have to be a violent man to rob a bank you don't no actually i think most bank robbers are pretty demonstrating shit what's up yeah yeah I illustrate. I illustrated a kid's book called How to Rob a Bank. You did, actually, bro. I was so proud I of you. Did. Thank you. Thank you. All right, check and this it was out. All done through cryptocurrencies and and hazmat suits. Oh, hazmat suits, bro. You're on something here. You're on mm-hmm. something. something. Mm-hmm. All right. So yesterday, anyway, move on. I saw an article uh, on the Daily Mail on Facebook, and um, now it, it, I've said this before in the program. All through my boys, whether it be minimal or in the medium range are on the spectrum of autism uh, or Asperger's, whatever you want to call it. And I seen this article come on 
the Facebook Daily Mail page yesterday, and it says babies born by C-section are more likely to develop autism. Um, I got a lot of questions, and I, I and I so of course I I popped into the article and I started reading the article, and then I posted a comment. Okay, um, for once I posted a comment on the Daily Mail's Facebook page without being attacked, without having people call me names. Oh. It was actually a pretty good conversation. How rare was that? But it's interesting because. The headline itself is pretty misleading. They're saying that thirty, there's a thirty-three percent chance that you thirty-three percent more of a chance to obtain autism if you were born by C-section. Now, you know this is weird because I did a little bit of research, and the first recorded account of a C-section in the United States was in 1830. Not saying that that's when they started officially doing it, but the first recorded account. I also found information, Scotty, that going all the way back to ancient Egypt, there were some some things to where people reference possibly doing C-sections as well. Well, that, well, why do you think it was called a cesarean section? I don't know, bro. What's uh, up? It's Roman. Oh. Caesar. Caesarean. What does that mean? Uh, meaning it was named after Caesar. I don't know exactly who was the first one to do it. But it was a procedure done in ancient Rome, mm. and they took on the name of Caesar, Caesarian, uh, Caesarian sections. You know, that's actually kind of interesting shit that you just threw down there, brother. Yeah, I don't have my details in front of me, and who knows? Maybe that's a big lie somebody told, but uh, that's that's where I heard the name came from. It was because it was something that was performed, or it was something that he had something to do, or it was under his reign. Something like that. It well, was during the time of the Caesars. It kind of makes sense, though, because when I started doing a little, you know, few minutes of research, which I encourage most people on the Daily Mail's Facebook page to do because most of them don't do it. But anyways, um, it did reference ancient times. It did reference, you know, yeah, if it yeah. brought up ancient Egypt, you know, you're talking Caesar. We're going back 2000 years ago, you know, over 2000 years ago. And uh, so it does make sense. But, you know, I had a lot of questions because the first thing I thought of is the rise in autism. And then, of course, right away, the, the conspiratorial side of me comes out uh, when we talk about the pharmaceutical, where we're putting, there's over a million kids under the age of one that are on some kind of anti-anxiety or antidepressant medication. Uh, we talk about, uh, yeah, I've done a lot of research because just because of the fact is, is our boys were on the spectrum. So I wanted to hear their justification. Now, it did say that one of the ladies was referencing in this article that, okay, how do we say this here? Are you ready, Cannoli? Are you ready for this? Uh, I'm ready. I'm about as ready as I can be. So vaginas, vaginas have... Vagina? A, vagina! Have a special bacteria in them that I guess is supposed to be really good. So when the baby's going out the vaginal, vag the vagina canal... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all right, bro? What's up? What's up? I almost had my copy go up my notes. That would have been so cool, bro. That would have been perfect for a Friday program. Oh, my God. So when the baby... All right, proceed. When the baby starts coming out the, vag, the vaginal... The vaginal hole, bro. The vaginal hole. The vaginal hole. I'm living in a vaginal hole. It struck me as funny. It's proceed. Almost, it's almost Christmas time, by the way, bro. Um, anyway, okay, so I'm driven. So there's this bacteria, and it's see, this is the really weird part that I have a problem in doing research like this because I don't need to hear about bacteria that are in the vaginal hole. You know what I'm saying, bro? 
Yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> I got the giggles. I can't stop. The vaginal hole. Dude, is that a real word? The vaginal hole? Yeah, bro, what's up? It's only a real word if you put it all together. But you're feeling it. That's the craziest thing. And when I said vaginal uh, hole, you related to that shit, yeah, bro. I related. I reacted. It dug deep for me. Dude, I saw that. You almost choked on coffee. What's up, Roberts? Choking on coffee. He's choking on coffee. All right, so... Okay, so I was a little disgusted in regards to the vaginal hole bacteria, right? Hashtag vaginal hole. All right, my Twitter friends and my Facebook brothers and sisters and my YouTube brothers and sisters. Hashtag vaginal hole, the situation room. All right, so upon more research, this one lady told me something about this technique called, here we go, Roberts. Prepare Uh yourself. It's called vaginal seeding. Vaginal seeding, vaginal seeding. Okay. So, okay, I've done that many times. What's that mean? I totally, dude, you really have. You really have. Here we go. We relate. So, when a baby is born through cesarean section, a lot of these mothers still want that vaginal hole bacteria to be on their baby. So, what they do is they get their baby's face and rub their newborn that just came out of the stomach and they rub the baby's face. On their vagina, bro. What's up now? What? 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 What's with that, dude? Because they want the the, the vaginal hole juice. Okay, okay. On the baby's Maybe I face. Be so shocked. I mean, the baby just pushed its way through and out of it. No, no. This is but... when it's a C-section. Because one of the oh. one of the theories oh, oh, oh. is is that the vaginal hole bacteria. Right. Does something to the baby, you know, something, you know, scientific or whatever, who knows. Right. Right. And um, so when the baby isn't vaginally birthed and it comes out through a cesarean section, then what they do is right when they pull the baby out of the stomach, they grab the head of the baby and they jam it it between their legs, bro. Is that the stoochie dance, the meatball dance going (laughs) on there? Yeah. What's you, know, up? you know what? That to me, that is, and I'm gonna draw the ire probably of a lot of women. Oh, oh let's um, do this. Bro. Hell, I've been called I've been called a misogynist already this week. <laughs> totally, bro. Times. Totally you are. So it's kind of like eating the placenta after <gasps> the birth. Oh it's just like placenta shakes. It's like uh and, and I had somebody tell me, Oh, it's just fine. You know, you chop it all up, you throw it in the blender, and you throw in like blueberries and peaches, whatever. And you drink the placenta. Now they're saying, you know, that's supposed to be healthy. Well, all other animals do it. Well, I, I think there's a reason humans have higher reason. Dude, I want to, I just, I want to point uh, out I don't eat those things. that when dogs have puppies, they lick the dog's butthole and eat the puppy's poop. I don't see humans doing that shit. Do I you know. grow us up? No, I don't either. <laughs> I've never seen my, my wife has never leaned over and licked one of our kids buttholes to make it start pooping. All right, so so I I needed more information on this. Now, I'm going to tell you the... (laughs) Am I being helpful? Am I being helpful? You really are, brother. (laughs) I'm feeling this. Now, I I just want to point this out that I had to to just do a little bit more. Okay, so so I pulled up Wikipedia, and on Wikipedia, it says vaginal seeding, also known as microbirthing. This is a real freaking thing. All right, all right, I get it. Um, it's a procedure whereby vaginal fluids are applied to the newborn child's delivered, uh, 
are applied to a newborn child delivered by a cesarean section. The purpose of this technique is to recreate the natural transfer of bacteria that the baby gets during a vaginal birth. It involves placing swabs in the mother's venene and then wiping them into the baby's face, mouth, eyes, and all over the skin, bro. What's up now? now? now, now. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> let, let, let me ask. Um, is this something, is this bacteria that only occurs in a woman's vajayjay during birth? The vagina. Or is it always there? You know, it, no, it's always there. So we, as grown men, have done vaginal seeding to our face. It's like going I, into, I, what do yeah, they call those when I, you go I, and I've get facials? That. You know when you go get a facial, what is that called? Uh, a facial. It is called a facial, isn't it? That's so stupid, Rocky. Dumb, what's up? <laughs> so when we go for our facial treatment, we actually go say, you know, I got a two o'clock appointment today to go do a little vaginal seating on my face. What's up, bruh? That's right. That's right. You know, that's a good way to get around it at the office. You know, you just say, uh, I have to go get a uh, vaginal facial treatment. Uh, so I'll be uh, back late from lunch. Uh, you know, <laughs> And you're going to come in and you're going to have freaking vagina, vaginal hole oh juice my goodness. in your eyeballs, bro. Is that or Botox? You know, you know, okay, so what's it do for you as an adult? Let's say you didn't get the vaginal bacteria. Scotty, look, you were a look at Scotty. Baby. Look at this is what happens to your eyeballs nice. when you rub vagina juice into your eyeballs, bro. See? And it's permanent. It now, stays like that, bro. You see that? Now, see, what, what do you suppose your eyes would feel like if you got the jj juice on them now with your eyeballs like that. oh bro what's up so if it has if it has uh bacterial benefits <laughs> for a newborn what does it do for an adult well it do, we need to do some more research because that's our job as radio hosts is to do research on this kind of stuff bro what's research up research r&d research and development hell yeah so <laughs> there was another thing too um because you know women's Vaginal, vaginal holes. <laughs> <laughs> they. <laughs> it's like you had difficulty saying it. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! What's up? <laughs> so they produce yeast, right? So I read that yeah. there was this professor at the University of Wisconsin, and what she did was she got a wooden pasta spoon, a spaghetti sauce spoon. And she oh, would no, stick no, it no, in her no. vaginal hole, and she would scoop out her <laughs> vagina juice. Yeah, yeah. And what? she put it in a bowl. She put it in the refrigerator for 24 hours to allow it to ferment, and then she put blueberries with it. She mixed it, and then she said, <laughs> she ate it, bro. What's up? What's up with that? That's what, dude, Don't it's a thing. do that. Dude, didn't Sarah Soderlund say that she ate placenta? She she did placenta at the birth, and, and that's the only reason I've given it any respect at all, is because I respect <laughs> Sarah Silverman. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me! It changes now, the way you look at somebody, bro. Yeah, it does. It's it's like, you know, you could be at a party five years later, and you see you see your friend over there. Sarah's over there at the party. She's dipping into the chip dip, and you're going, I ain't eating that shit. Not doing it. Hey, look, there's <laughs> there's the placenta eater. There she is. She showed up. There she is. Placenta. You might as well wear a sign after that. I mean, what is it? What's the equivalent for guys? 
Think of an equivalent. What's the equivalent? There what do we do like that? We don't do anything, bro. I mean, what body part do we rub things on and then rub them on our baby's faces uh, without going to prison for life? Uh, you know, what is it you what is it we do that we rub onto our food or that we put into the refrigerator after extracting it from our body to cultivate for bacteria that we can mix with blueberries? Can Dick. you think of anything? Would you eat it, bro? Would you do it for, for the show? Would you do it for research reasons? Hell would... no! Hell no! Dude, you dude, you you would dude, you would eat Bruce Jenner's asshole. But you wouldn't try freaking blueberry vegetables. There would be a million dollars at stake on that. A million dollars deposited by wire into my account before my tongue touched the anal suction cup of Bruce Jenner's butthole. Dude, you know, it's so weird because you, you and I both, we are true men, connoisseurs of women's vaginas, right? We, we very much appreciate that. I am an aficionado. Totally aficionado, bro. What's up? But yes. when we talk about these things, you know, it kind of changes shit a little bit in my head. You know what I'm saying? It just it changes it, things well, just a little bit. It does. I don't feel does. comfortable. You know, you, you would talk about, uh, when you talk about the JJs from a medical point of view, it's kind of like, gross. It's kind of gross. You know, uh, but, you know, when it's different, you know, when you're wearing war paint and stuff and you're hopping in there, <laughs> you know, you, <laughs> When you're wearing more paint, dude, what's up? It doesn't matter then. You don't even think about that. You're not thinking about medical terminology. Or freaking <laughs> bacteria. <laughs> bacteria. Ooh, dude, I just seriously freaking gag, bro. What's up? Hey, hey honey. <laughs> um <laughs> time for another bacterial treatment oh my god bro all right there are some risks now honestly folks we're having fun with this but this is a real freaking thing you know what i'm saying oh yeah 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 so i get it it says I get it. infants delivered by c-section or cesarean section are at lower danger of exchange of some potentially harmful microbes and infections from the birth canal the vagina canal um, however the vaginal seeding with vaginal seeding, these harmful microorganisms and infections could be exchanged to the infant as a swab and potentially cause an infection. So you don't want to give your baby pink eye with your vagina fluid. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's it. I mean, you can give your, you know, my kids give each other, they fart in each other's pillow and one of them ends up with pink eye in three days. Gross, bro. So, yeah, it's gross. So, you know, and, and also when you think about that, that region of the body, um, not only good bacteria, what do you got? That's where urine comes from. Oh. That's where poop comes oh. from. Not the same thing, but around the same general area. You're talking a matter of inches. And so when you put that <laughs> stuff on your... <laughs> On your baby. I just face. visualized it. You said it's a matter of inches. <laughs> it's like the pee hole and the poop hole are literally like three inches <laughs> like, from each other. like that far away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at least ours is at the end of a hose. True, so, bro. Yeah. You know, when you get that thing 12 inches away. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this shit, bro. I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. Either. 
I'm sure glad I do my show before this one. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be talking about Jesus and thinking of vagina holes, bro. What's up? <laughs> oh, well, I was talking about Eve today. So it makes oh, sense, my bro. Goodness. It makes sense. Makes perfect sense. So do you think Eve did the vagina seating thing? I think she did something. Yeah. It said, by the way, I just hit this today, and it just hit me today in a little different angle than it had before. <laughs> if, 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 if the serpent gave Eve the or, or, or lured Eve into picking the fruit and eating it, and that was coded language in an allegory for sex. Ooh. And then it says, and she turned around and gave it to Adam to eat, <gasps> who was standing right there. Dude. So if the serpent character, Nakash, is giving Eve the high hard one from celestial places, and Eve turns around and gives it to Adam, go, hey, what he just did, you do too. And then she bore twins. Um, it's a whole different picture of the creation story. Not about eating fruit, baby. It's not. Well, it depends. Well, look at yeah. It. Dude. euphemisms a euphemism dude i'm telling you bro it's a real thing folks hey we joke about this but this is a real thing so i hope it you is. learned something today and i hope at least some of you are gonna go out and do a little research on vaginal seating that's all i'm saying what's up bring it in give me a mother yeah. effing hug what's up and i thought i'd done all the research i needed to do on vaginal seating yeah well don't forget the I knew what it was, bro <laughs> i thought i knew what it was oh Oh, look, look, look what your mouth looks like when you do that. Yeah, I know what it looks like, bro. What's up? It's like butthole. That's so weird, man. <laughs> What's on your mind, bro? Looking at my lips, comparing it to a butthole? Well, what am I supposed to think after this? That's what happens when we bring Bruce I, Jenner into the conversation. Like it's like you're priming my mind. <laughs> what was that uh, i was trying to tell That's you two minutes. minutes but i came in on film doing this so i probably didn't look too i know good, i know i know it didn't look real good <laughs> scotty says what's that bro and and by the way for all you newcomers tonight we want to welcome you to uh oh intelligent God. talk yeah. on the situation room with rocky and scotty it's friday brother it is you know we actually kind of went off the edges the whole week i'm just saying but that's okay because we, we, we did when we come back next hour i have a couple more comments that i wanted to read from our listeners um and it's encouraging and this is why we do it and we only have just a little under two minutes here scotty i just want to remind everybody about kick-ass beef jerky uh beef sticks beef jerky Pickle items, and literally, I'm not just saying this because I'm saying it. I'm saying this. They have literally the best Bloody Mary mix on the planet. What you need to do is go to kickassbeefjerky.com, kickassbeefjerky.com, and kind of browse around and, um, you know, pick your pick your uh, beef jerky, pick your beef sticks, whatever it is that is catching your eye, and put in the code word, all lowercase, all lowercase, the word meatball and get 10% off your order. And we are super grateful, Scotty, for kick-ass beef jerky. We need to get Absolutely. you some, brother. We need to have a case sent over to you. Uh, I got to try. I haven't tried any yet. Yeah, we. so I'll get a hold of them, see if we can get you some. And they have so many different kinds. They have bacon and cheddar, uh, garlic. Dude, the garlic is freaking phenomenal. Nice. I, I love garlic, though. You know what I'm saying? 
But um, I'll get a hold like, of them today and see if we can get you a care package and have you rip some of that apart so you right can come on, on it and tell everybody about your experience. So anyways, folks, we are at the bottom of the first segment. That was quick as hell. I don't even know where time just went. We may just have been abducted. I do. <laughs> I do. We look at no things differently from here on out. But, folks, we are here for you. We are here to research these <coughs> topics for you as we grow as a species Amen. We talk about vaginas. Ladies and gentlemen, the Situation Room right here, Mojo 50 Radio. Visit the website, streamingtalkradio.com. Don't go anywhere. Don't know where we're going, but don't go anywhere. Stand by, folks. It's it's a grown-up thing right here. Oh, welcome back to the second segment of the Situation Room. The big freaking cannoli, Scotty Roberts, and myself, the emotional meatball. Hey, hey. The Godfather of Talk Radio, Rocky Stucci, right here on our Friday edition of the Sit Room on Mojo 50 Radio. And do not forget to visit the website, folks. I always try to tell people I used to have RockyStucci.com, and then I try to tell people how to get to the YouTube channel, and they always forget how to spell my name because it's spelled differently. All you need to do if you want to find out any information, how to contact the big freaking cannoli, myself, and others involved like freaking Bauer, just go to streamingtalkradio.com. Streamingtalkradio.com. All of our YouTube information is there. All of our podcast information is there. Short bios of us, of all of us is there. And, of course, all the links, how to get to Scotty's website, Scotty's YouTube channels, uh, it's everybody. It's, it's a, it's a one-stop shop for the people that we want to bring in to the critical thinking family. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's, there'll, there'll be more to come here in the future, but this is what we do. You know what I'm saying? So I just yep. also want to bring up really quick before we dive into things here, two different things, Scotty. First off, Patriot Mobile. When somebody commits to stand with Patriot Mobile to support their values, their U.S.-based team takes that seriously. At Patriot Mobile, you are not just an account number. You are part of an important movement doing life with real, live humans that share your values. Patriot Mobile is a unique cell phone company that donates a portion of each bill to causes fighting for our constitutional rights. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you'll be a part of a movement that is a beacon of support for freedom, liberty, limited government, and traditional American values. Patriot Mobile provides reliable nationwide coverage, Keep your phone number, bring your own phone, or buy a new one. For a limited time, get the Moto Z3 Play for only $5 a month. Save $180 on this feature, rich phone while supplies last. With unlimited plans starting as low as $25 a month, switch today. Visit PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo50 or call 877-367-7524. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo 50 or call 877-367-7524. Now, Cannoli, I got a Yo, couple I, I got a couple things here from listeners from our last show uh that we did two days ago for our for our Wednesday oh, show. One. And that um one, yes. So I'm just gonna read a few comments and I thank everybody so much for your kind words. This came some of these came from iTunes. And some of these came from YouTube. Please go to the YouTube channel. Read some of the comments because some of them are freaking hilarious. 
And we don't discriminate. We don't delete. If you're critiquing, if you're, if, but if you're an asshole, we don't allow assholes. You know what I'm saying? Critique <laughs> us, critique us, criticize us. That's fine. But if you're going to be a dick, don't even bother. So here it is. Love you too. This world needs more like you. The topics are weird, which makes me laugh the way that they make me laugh the way that they are presented by you guys. Never offensive, but hilarious. I always feel lighthearted by the end of the show. Thank you for taking us out of this weird world for that hour. Much love to you both. Um, here's another one. This one here was a reply from Roger Rabbit because we gave him a shout out on the show last week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for the shout out in the beginning of the show. I never thought leaving a comment of appreciation for what you do would get my name broadcasted around the globe. I feel humbled to say the least. I truly appreciate all you do and your unmatched dedication. It it really is amazing. You feel like family to me, and I can't say thank you enough for that. I'll do all I can to help spread the love for Meatball Army everywhere I go. I watch you live at night and always listen to the audio during the day at least once, maybe more. I hope you're all having an amazing day. And one more quick one, Robert. Uh, thanks, Roger. Absolutely. Love, Roger. All right, and then here's another one. You randomly hit the fart sounds during the broadcast. I cry laughing at you, too. Best radio ever. What's up? Ever. 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 What's up? So well, thank that's you. great. Yep. Thank, thank you, you to everybody. everybody that sends us emails. Thank you, everybody who comments on YouTube. Thank you to all of our friends over on Twitter and all the jackholes that they say some pretty crazy shit about the meatball, too, and I love it. They like talking about my nipples, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I dig talking well, about my nipples. Dude, that's what I'm saying, man. It's just like freaking cheesecake every day of your life. What's up? Yeah, that's that's beefcake, Rocky. Beef Whatever. Cake. Dude, no, what you sent me the other day was beefcake. That was beef. Oh, the nipple guy? Dude, what is up with that, bro? What was with that? Yeah, who would want to nurture that? Um, <clears throat> I couldn't imagine if I had if I had as a guy nipples that were like two inches in diameter. I'm showing everybody about, right now, Cannoli. Oh man. People like, what's that? <laughs> those can't be real. <clears throat> you know, you wonder how do he get those? I mean, does he work them every day or something since he was 13 or what? Dude, those are like cow nipples, bro. Yeah, those are like udders. Oh, my God. Folks, if you want to see it, I don't think you do. But if you want to check it's it not, out. It's not pornographic, folks. No. It's just a guy. He looks like he could have been a big wrestler type of guy uh, that's gone gone to But he has seed. nipples that look like thumbs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, more than thumbs. It's pretty messed up. Man. Yeah, it is. That's it is pretty messed up. I'm not. You know, is that, that a is that a freak show type of thing? Is that a? <sighs> hey, you know, here's another freak show type uh -oh. of thing. Let me ask you now. Now I'm gonna tread on very eggshell covered ground here. Oh, dude, my kind of show, bro. It's it's about women's the, the whole women's movement thing, and how that wow, any strong woman men will call a bitch, you know Ooh. that kind of thing. Yeah, but I can see where that comes from i've watched some of the 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 left's um candidates for president and there was one in particular that i did not like that i just gleefully found out this morning dropped out of the presidential race and that was this Kristen kirsten gilliland yeah gillibard whatever i don't know who she is. gilliland <laughs> and man every time she came on she was like the corners of her mouth turned down. 
And she was like, just nasty. She was always down talking and she was nasty about everybody around her. And I think she thought that that was a great way to get the attention of America. I'm a tough woman. I'm a tough broad. So I'm going to talk this way. I'm going to be nasty. I'm going to be, you know, and yet I think it backfired on her. Um, why do you have to make up or manufacture qualities? Can't you just come on as a woman candidate and say, I'm acting like a woman acts you know, or I'm a guy and I'm acting like a guy act. Dude, I, I thought about something right when you said that about how she came on and, and she carried herself in a different form. Now, we have yes. like three million people that are running on the Democratic side to become president of the United States. Well, uh, two million nine hundred thousand and ninety nine. Right, now. right, right. You know, it's it's I it just ran through my head really quick. I have nothing to substantiate this, but each one of them have a certain personality. I wonder if this is some kind of a social experiment to see how each person has a specific character and to see how or who gravitates towards certain personalities. So when they pick and mold the individual that they want to become the Democratic yep. candidate. They're going to yeah. take all these little traits that the people liked from all the different candidates, and they are going to train that one person that they think has the spot to at least be competitive running for president, and they'll mold him to be all those little parts of everybody else. Right. You know, and, and people will think that that sounds far-fetched, but that is probably, you don't know how these marketing mm, companies that's work right. that put uh, together presidential candidacies. <clears throat> and uh, it's all marketing nowadays. It's how you market yourself, promote yourself. Why do you think it's so expensive to run for president mm. of the United States? It's not just an average Joe's job anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you and I ran, <laughs> imagine if we were a ticket. Um, first of all, we'd have to have an arm wrestling match to see who got to be president, who got to be vice president. Hey, who do you want for president? You want Rocky or you want Scotty? Uh, we want you both. We want you both. That's like a give us Barabbas moment. And so uh, we'd have to arm wrestle. We'd have to stage a huge marketing arm wrestle. Now, we might know you and I together, you know, Rocky be like, hey, you know, Scotty, I'm a lot weaker than you are. So I want you to let me win because I'm going to be president. And so I go, okay, I'll let you win, Rocky. And uh, but we go out there, it's staged, and we, you know, we give it all like, ah, 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 ah. and so you do that for the audience. Then we choose who's going to be president, who's going to be vice president. Then we run, and we run. Think we got a chance? He may be cocky, but vote for Rocky for United States president right, of the United shut States. Shut up! Shut up, dude. That the would president be, elect is in the room, dude. That would be our our thing. That would be. Robinson yeah. Stucci for president 2020. Shut up. That's it. Well, we could have a co oh, dude. What a co-presidency. Stucci and Roberts for president. And then a couple of <laughs> chicks. To, and then a couple of chicks for vice president. Oh, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bro. Uh let's see. Who would I like? Um, hmm. Hmm. Who would you who would you like for a vice president? I don't know. Bro, I got ideas. I got really good ideas. I'll bet you do. Um, maybe. Don't know, bro. I don't want to say anything right hey, now. I'm going to get in trouble. There, all of you out there, stop that now. We're being serious. Yeah. What's up? Where's your minds oh. at? <laughs> yeah. It's not like we just talked a whole segment about vaginas. I mean, we're mature people here. Yeah. 
We could go back to poop, you know. We could talk about poop. You know, I put up a little post this morning that showed a rainbow painted <laughs> toy AR-15. I saw that, bro. With a unicorn head on it. And it said, uh, here, I got to tell everybody what it said. If you didn't see it, if you did not see this on my on my uh, Facebook this morning, it says this. It's a little meme. Uh, and it says, okay, we fixed it. So it won't scare you anymore. And don't assume its identity. It's not an AR-15. It identifies as a wireless handheld peacekeeping device. So um, I'm showing everybody right now. There it is. And uh, oh, the answers and the things that we're getting said on this thing already today. Oh, well, as long as, as long as people are here and I'm showing it, we have some comments on the screen. So let's just talk about some of these comments. Oh, fantastic. So we have fantastic. Michael. We have Michael, good friend of yours. Uh, to tell the truth, Scotty, I am more afraid of a tyrant now than any other time in my life. That's right. A tyrant. Because, well, you, you got to let people know my my little comment on the on the top of this. I said the Second Amendment helping you overcome your fear of firearms one tyrant at a time. I said, oh, and then there's this. And I put up the picture. Isn't and the Second to Amendment tell, to protect us from tyranny, bro? What's up? It's exactly it. It's not to hunt for squirrels and rabbits. That was never the intent. Oh, the intent was for the citizenry to have a last ditch effort against a tyrannical government take two arms so um now i'm i'm looking at this and 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 uh, you read the one comment that somebody said somebody else said making it attractive to a young kid who would think it was very it was a toy stupid and that's in responding to the colorfully painted ar-15 toy making it look attractive so a young kid picks it up how stupid and it's like what i said i don't think it's real darling <laughs> Dude, you don't ever get a break, bro. You don't ever get a break. Oh, no. Nobody wants to let me have a break. So, uh, But that's okay. I don't need a break. I don't need no stinking breaks. No, you don't, bro. What's up? So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, to add to the mix now, I am. Uh, let's, see, let's, let's just recap. And I think you're all of these two, aren't you? Are you a Nazi? Are you a... Uh, um, let's see, what else is it? Uh, a misogynist, a xenophobe, uh, a racist, uh, an Islamophobe. Let's see, what else am I? I am also a... Uh, Did you say white supremacist already, bro? Oh, oh white supremacist. Uh, a bigot. <coughs> um, let's see, what else? Uh, did I say misogynist already? You might Put have. Put that up there twice. Yeah, you might have. Put it up there twice. So these are all the things I have been called over the last couple of years because I simply, but I don't put posts up that are aimed and directed at anybody to hurt anybody's feelings. I put oh, a post like that one, all right? There it is. I love the face on that one. That was good. That was good. The faces. The faces. I'm going to have to save so, this one. All, people call me all those things, and it's like, oh, oh I'm a fascist, too. Fascist. Because, you know, and, I, I'm just saying, bro, I'm just saying this. The people, when when that's all they have is to be pathetic-ass little idiots when they yep. come at you 
and they can't say nothing with substance. They got to sit here and call you a fascist. They need to call you a homophobe. They need to call you an Islamophobe. These are the people that are trained to not talk about the important things that we should be talking about. So they get offended because you post a picture of a gun and they want to come and the only thing they have is to call you names. I'm sorry, but if any of you yep. are watching, which I doubt it, any of you that come at Brother Roberts with your little pathetic, stupid shit, you're an idiot. I'm telling you again, you're an idiot and you need to go get a two by four and smash it across your face in a peace loving, nonviolent way and kind of reevaluate your shit. You know what's up? I wish you were holding your baseball bat when you said that. All right. So what you need to do is you need to go get a freaking baseball bat and you need to smash it in your face multiple freaking careful, times. Careful. People are having a heart attack in the chat room right now because I'm holding a baseball bat and I'm going to. Oh, oh. Shut up. <laughs> we really don't want a, a, a repeat. And everybody's all stressed out last time when I was doing, when I was holding, everyone's like, put the bat down. Down. Watch, step away from the bat, Rocky. Dude, I'm a freaking professional ninja. What's up? Hell yeah. Hell oh, yeah, it's in bro. The eyes. Good delay there. It's in the Good eyes. Delay. It's, yeah. Good delay. I oh. bet you, you could walk on rice paper and not tear it. Dude, I tried walking on rice paper once. Yeah? No. No. Do you remember uh, Kung Fu? Of course, dude. I actually do remember Kung Fu. Yeah, with uh, uh, um, um, David Carradine. Yeah, bro. What's up? Do I remind you of him? Yeah, what's up? What's up? No, no, uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I I was just trying to think back. They had all those little flashbacks he had. One was walking on rice paper. And he walked as delicately as he could on rice paper. And, of course, it was all torn up. And then by the time he was ready to leave them, he could walk on rice paper and do all his little moves and things, his kung fu things. Dude, I'm kind of kung fuish, bro. Air the rice paper. I'm a little kung fuish. I'm a little kung fuish. Just a little bit. I may or not be trained lethally, bro. You know what I'm saying? What's up? May or may not be. What's up now, Roberts? Come on, bring it in. Give me a hug. What's up? What's with that? You feeling that? Okay, so I got some news for you, I bro. I felt it. I felt it. You're probably gonna okay, get give you're, me the news. you're probably gonna get um saddened by this news. All right. Um, but we had a serious conversation yesterday, Lisa and I. Yeah. And um we are potentially talking Dallas, Texas next June as a full move. Oh, dude, dude. Yep. It's time, wow. bro. Um the stem cell brothers from um yeah. the stem light center. They want me to try to get down there sooner, and uh, but yeah, with yeah. I would really like our oldest son to graduate from high school up here and finish his year sure. in high school before we make that move. If something sure. does progress and I need to bump down there a little earlier while everything gets situated here, then we can make those arrangements too. But I want everybody to know uh, that if I go to Dallas, uh, I'll be working with the stem cell, uh, stemlightcenter.com, stemlightcenter.com. And I'll also be working a lot with Ron Phillips and um, Mojo and, and doing everything I can to move this radio network forward and to assist Brother Ron, who has been working himself to death. And uh, I love the hell out of Ron Phillips. He is my brother with or without radio. I stand shoulder to shoulder with that dude and his beautiful family. Absolutely. And so uh, I will keep everybody posted on uh, nothing solidified yet, folks. It's it's. I'm just bringing it up, but I just want you to know that the serious conversations have started. You know, uh, I would hate to see you move, but at the same time, 
you and I spend more time together like this mm-hmm. than we actually get time to smoke cigars together. Right. So, uh, you know, those are rare occasions. Well, think about this, Cannoli. Think of your week. So you sometimes are up at 3 in the morning doing graphic design. You have your show now. You do this show. And then um, so when it comes time for your weekend, it's very important that we spend these that that critical time with our family. And same thing with me. I got the job. I got the fire department. I got the radio show. um, Six days a week of radio. And, you know, we have all these goals and aspirations of things that we want to do when we have days off. But ultimately, at the end of those days, we find ourselves, ah. sometimes we keep our pajamas on and we just watch Netflix with the people that we love. And we keep our slippers and we eat popcorn because if we can't have those valuable moments with the, with our family, with the people that we love, we lose that connection with them. And I know where you stand when it comes to family values. You know where I yep. stand when it comes to family values. And there is nothing more important on this planet is to be with the people that you love. And, you know, when we have special events Mm -hmm. or things that we do, do you know, for the things that Rocky and I do, uh, when we went down with Jeff Dougherty down to Faribault a couple of weeks ago, that was the first time my wife could break away from kids to come with us. Mm -hmm. Those kids are getting old enough where we can now leave them off with a relative Mm -hmm. for for a couple of days. And uh, that gives us time to go do stuff. And her being able to just hang out with us was incredible. So those are the things that have always driven us. Uh, it's been, uh, well, somebody's got to stay with the kids or no, we can't go Rocky. We can't go do that. We got kids uh, that we got to do things with. We got it's plans something. and, uh, and those plans are always good. Sometimes you get tired out by it. Uh, you know, and if you're, you're a parent, you know what it's like. You plan cool things, you know, four months in advance to say, Hey, this would be great to do with the boys. And uh, that day comes on you and you're like, oh, God, is that today? Right. Oh, geez, I got so much to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you groan and bump and groan into it. But it always turns out nice for the kids. Scotty, so what do they call what do they call the Christians? They only believe the earth is 6000 years old. New age Christians or something like young, that. Young earthers. Oh, young earthers. Younger creationists. Uh, yeah, not my thing. Not my thing either. But um, something I just want to do, because we're, we, we're limited on time here, so I just want to bring this up really quick. Uh, the dawn of human mankind. Now, I don't know where people stand. There's the ongoing debate. Uh, you're either like an evolutionist or you are like a, what do they call like an Adam and Eveist? You know what I'm saying? You either believe an Adam that. Adam and yeah, Did you feel that shit, uh, though, bro? I felt that shit. I did. I did. I think uh, Adam and Eve is just just a creationist. A creationist. <laughs> so everybody, well, you know, we still, even though we have this really complicated word called science and everybody needs that mathematical equation yeah, to yeah. prove everything that exists on this planet, we really don't know anything about where we come from. I mean, we can find bones and say, okay, it comes from this time, but uh, the dawn of human mankind, face of the oldest direct human ancestor, which lived 3.8 million years ago revealed by scientists. What are your thoughts on that, Roberts? And, um, why, and while you're you talking, know, while you're talking, I'm going to show people the pictures while you talk. All right. Well, uh, my, my thinking on it is that, uh, I don't believe the earth is only six or 7,000 years old. I don't care what the biblical timeline says. I don't care if you're a full, wholehearted believer in the biblical story. I don't think the earth is six to 7,000 years old. 
some of the way we'd get around that, I know when I was deep in it, we we talk about the days of creation being metaphoric and that they were actually epochs or ages, um, and uh, which allowed for that. Um, uh, I know young earth creationists, they'll say the six to seven thousand. Well, God, well, the reason you get two million year old rocks is because God created a mature universe. And like, what? Please shut up. And uh, and so uh, I, I've seen too much of that. I, also, though, however, for the stages of evolution that are supposed to represent the ascendancy of man. Um, you know, let me let, let me call something up here. There's a quote. I just want to make sure I have the quote right. And uh, it's uh, a quote, quote by Henry Poincare, I think, is the way you would pronounce that. And uh, uh, it's going to be slow on me. So I'll just tell you what I remember. He said something to the effect of uh, the the theory of evolution of the ascendancy of human evolution is like a pile of rocks. He says, I can build a house out of a pile of rocks. He says, but if it's just a pile, it's just a pile of rocks. And it's the same thing with uh, the theory of evolution. And the way I look at it is this. We have all these evolutionary stages that science has identified that are supposed to be the stages in the progression of human evolution. But there's nothing that links any of them together. There is no com- there, there is common DNA that they've been able to extract in some cases, but that common DNA, and they can't always, two and a half million year old DNA is really hard to come by, but even where they have linkages, everything else on the planet shares the same DNA. So there is no real link to show the link between this stage and that stage. How do we know that's not just six or seven different species altogether? Some that are extinct, some that are still around. Right. So uh, when I see a picture like the one you put up, that to me looks like an ape. How do we know it looked like that? How do we know its skin was Caucasian-y the way they show it in that? They give it that color skin to make it look a little more human to make their point. I get that. Um, what if it was brown and leathery? Oh. Uh, like uh, like a gorilla, grayish brown and leathery. Uh, so <clears throat> you don't know uh, the whole millions of years thing. I'm all on board with that. I don't think there's anything with that that's uh, that's out of place. You know, I was watching this documentary once. Uh, documentary once about um, a forbidden archaeology, and there was this college professor who had this incredible finding that showed human intelligence way before modern-day science specified human beings were intelligent. And um, she was warned not to publish it, and when she did publish it, she lost all of her credentials. She cannot get another job at university because she went against the mainstream narrative on our history. Sure. That's stupid, bro. That's stupid. That that, that is. Um, You know, there's a a lot, uh, and I talk about this a lot in my own show. Talked about it a bit earlier today. Uh, Is... uh, all of that, all of that stuff. There, I think there's there, there's obviously scientific veracity to what they're bringing up. It works. It's right. It's true. I believe the Earth is billions of years old, multi millions or billions. I don't even know what it is exactly. Right. And I don't think that that for those of you who have a spiritual belief, I don't find that inconsistent with the belief in God or creation. Right. 
Uh, if that's what you believe, it's not inconsistent. Um, I just believe it's different than what you might think happened uh, if you read the book of Genesis. That's right. Scotty, we're coming up to the end of time. I just want to remind everybody to Verve. Uh, I'm kicking ass right now. I'm the number one rep right now for the month. Um, go to streamingtalkradio.com. Get your CBD. Use code. I think it's Meatball30 for the discount. Uh, just click on the link on streamingtalkradio.com if you need to get your Verve, your CBD oil, uh, 3,000, 1,000, 5,000 milligrams. And uh, I want to I want to end this month doing well. But anyways, um, I forgot to do something last Wednesday. I forgot to wish our dear friend Barbara a happy, happy birthday. I did it on Facebook, but I didn't do it All on the right. show. And I wanted to make sure that we got that out there. She is at every single show. We scare the crap out of her when we talk about paranormal stuff. <laughs> she literally yeah. has nightmares, but we're grateful for you, Barbara, and we love the hell out of you, and we appreciate you taking your time, all of you, every single night to either listen to the program, watch the program, and all of you that re-listen the following day because we do air pretty late at night. Uh, do not forget to catch the big freaking cannoli on his YouTube channel or on Odyssey. Every single night, 9 o'clock Central Standard Time, Mr. Scotty Roberts is his YouTube channel. Get there, watch it, or make sure you listen. To all of our friends on Odyssey Radio, thank you. To all of our friends on Mojo, thank you. And to all of our friends around the world listening and watching, we truly thank you. And thank you for the beautiful messages that you send us in support of our ADHD and our immaturity and critical content. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, from our family to yours, much love, much respect. Rule number one, what's up? Don't take shit from nobody. Love you guys. Good night, everybody.